seeker. Welcome to the Awakening Her podcast. I am so grateful that you've been led here and I'm excited for you that you're answering the call to manifest more magic in your life by mastering the law of attraction. So cool. My name is Talia and I'm committed to cutting the fluff and showing you exactly how to manifest more excitement, ease, success, abundance, confidence, love, and anything else you've been craving. So if you're ready to crack the code on manifestation, amplify your intuition and play in the quantum, we are now besties. Let's do this. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the show. I am really excited to record this episode for you today on the Awakening Her podcast. There's so much to share. There's a story to tell. There's many lessons and really powerful stuff coming through this episode today. And there's a few disclaimers that I need to let you know of as well to set up and to give you like an insider on why I'm recording this and what's going on. But before I do, welcome back to the show, my love. My name is Tal- Leah Joy. I am so excited to be here with you today. I am a manifestation mentor. I'm an activator. I activate the next level of who you truly are by playing in the quantum, by using by using quantum manifestation, by being a channel, by being an intuitive, by connecting you with your spirit team and really infusing in you the lessons and the medicine that you need at this part in your journey. So that's a really exciting part about the fact that you found this show. In every episode that you find, because I am an activator, you will get what you came for, especially if you come, if you come present, if you listen to this episode with open ears and an open heart, getting out of it what is here for you, you will always find something here for you and you will always be met where you're at. And that's the thing about life. That's the thing about this whole human experience, and I'll dive deeper into this today, but you can always find what is meant for you. Because the lessons and the teachings and the realizations that are coming to you are coming to you at the exact level you're at, in the exact time that you're at, whether you're feeling amazing or you're feeling a bit lower, there's something here for you. And the universe is always saying, I'm meeting you where you're at and helping you to expand. So in all of these episodes... Come into them with intention. Come into them to get the medicine that you came for today and know that you will. Something that I do want to say about what I do, and I recently shared this on the Manifest Now live workshop, which if you're listening to this recording the day it was released, (laughs) the next Manifest Now workshop is tomorrow, July 5th, 2022. So hop in there. It is such a powerful workshop. I ran it a couple weeks ago or about a week ago, and it was so powerful. My new favorite thing. So make sure to check the link below. It's completely free. It teaches you the formula of manifestation exactly how to manifest and then we even end it with a ceremony to channel source to move the energy in your body to update your cells to allow yourself to sink into again the medicine that you came for and to fully receive it so make sure to check the link below manifest now it's happening july 5th 2022 i will be on the road i will be recording from an airbnb so hopefully all goes well with the wi-fi and with the setup i am just going to trust in the highest good of all for that. So that is really exciting. Um, And, you know, while I was in that workshop, I I did share this and I am going to start sharing this more and more. You can duplicate and receive 
people's energies that you wish to receive. So when you're around a friend who really inspires you and activates you because she's such a free spirit or she's always traveling or she's fearless or going after her big dreams or maybe she has an amazing um, style of communication or just something about her that really amplifies your energy. You can actually be around that friend and ask for source, ask for spirit to duplicate that energy for you, to bring it into your cells. This isn't copycat. This isn't trying to be someone else. This is actually what we are meant to do. And Source has been showing me this more and more. We are meant to receive the medicine that is around us, whether it's the medicine from the sun, the medicine from the plants, the trees, the birds, the animals, and from each other. And medicine isn't just through words. Medicine is through energy. So when you're around certain people, say a little prayer in your mind. I wish to duplicate her energy. I wish to bring more of her freedom, joy, confidence, bliss, magnetism, trust, faith, spiritual connection. I wish to bring that a little bit more into my cells. And it's just like you drinking chamomile tea and taking in the benefits of chamomile or you know, being out in the sun and feeling the beauty and regenerating medicine that comes when your face is up to the sun and you're just in the moment or when you're in nature and you receive the lessons that are around you, you can do that with people too. So from here on out, every time you listen to my podcast, every time that you join me live or you are inactivated watching the trainings, you can duplicate whatever it is in me that you wish to have more of. And that is something that we do for everybody. I meet random strangers and something about their joy. I'm like, ooh, I'm, do- I'm taking a little of that. And of course, it's not taking like they have less. I just nudge to source. I go, yeah, that is more of my whole expression. That is more of who I truly am. That is more of what I desire. And I duplicate it and I bring it into my energy. So take a moment to do that as I'm speaking today, as you listen to the show, when you're around my content, whatever it is that lights you up about me, duplicate that into you because it's also a part of you. It's also a part of who you truly are or you wouldn't yearn for it. You wouldn't notice it. You wouldn't see it. If it's not something that you desire yourself, you wouldn't even notice it. And if you desire it, it means it's meant for you. It means it's part of who you truly are. And source is calling you to express this. So is it my faith? Is it my spiritual connection? Is it my focus? Is it my magnetism? Whatever it is, my love, the medicine is here for you. So please use that tool of duplicating this energy. So I started telling you a little bit about me for everybody that was new. I am a manifestation mentor. I have had this business or I've been in business in sort of this capacity for about eight years. I did nutrition consulting before and taught intuitive eating and my entire life I've been a really sensitive, an empath. I didn't realize that. I was just always told I was too sensitive, (laughs) but I've been a seeker since the time I was young. I've been a feeler since the time I was young. I just had no idea it was a gift. I felt like I was too weird, too delicate, didn't fit in. And as I went through life, I realized that this sensitivity is a gift. Empathy is a gift. Intuition is a gift. And if you're highly sensitive as well, you're also highly intuitive. And the more that you learn that gift and learn how to use your unique energy, you turn into a magical portal. (laughs) And so that's what I teach. That's what I take people through. 
this is disguised as manifestation and I do teach the law of attraction and I am obsessed with how things materialize into life and how things work and how this universe works. But I've realized more and more over the years that what we're doing is we're just activating you to the fullness of who you are because you in the fullness of who you are is already a magnet. You already attract miracles. You're already healing. You're already rising. And sometimes you just need that boost of magnetism guidance, some tools, some practices, someone to believe in you, someone to hold that candle, someone to show you the way, someone to reintroduce you to your spirit team, but you've already got it inside. So I do all these things. I teach manifestation. I teach you how to listen to your soul. I teach you how to heal what you've gone through because that's the only thing stopping you from achieving your dreams. The only thing stopping you is shitty programming. (laughs) And that's not making fun of you because me too. I was severely bullied. I grew up not ever feeling good enough. I never felt like I belonged. I was so insecure. And the insecurity got manifested or got focused on my body. That was the thing I was insecure with from the time I was young. I was bullied multiple times about that, about being fat. One time so bad the cops were involved. This girl turned all my friends against me that I had known for years, threatening them. If they hung out with me, she would turn them all against me. And my grade eight year was so awful that I ended up um, leaving school, getting a restraining order on this girl and leaving the town and never going back, (laughs) ironically, until now. So I'll give you a little context about this episode because I am in an Airbnb right now. I am in the middle of a road trip. I did have the most awful day yesterday that I'm going to share all about in this episode. But what led me here was quite the journey. And it was more a journey of struggle than a journey of miracles and shiny coatings. I didn't grow up with anything handed to me. I didn't grow up with, you know, all of the tools to do this stuff. I learned my tools through struggle and I learned my tools through being a bouncy ball, which I'll get to in a moment. What is this bouncy ball she's talking about? It's amazing. You're going to love it. This is how I rose, was being shoved to the bottom, being at my own rock bottom multiple times with eating disorder, uh, with addiction, with feeling, feeling so alone and unsupported and not enough and like nobody cared. And it drove me to the weirdest depths and the most struggle of my lifetime. But because I am that seeker and because my spiritual path and my path to be a teacher kept calling me from the time I was 14, I was also studying the law of attraction. That was way before the secret, way before it was cool. I found Wayne Dyer and he changed my life. I was obsessed for so many years. I still am. I talk to him every day. I still listen to his books. I still read his books because he is the most incredible soul. But I found this stuff even while I was struggling. And this is a lesson in life is like we can be growing and struggling at the same time. And I teach my one-on-one clients this even when tool. Can I know that I'm moving forward even when shit is falling apart or even when I feel so low? Can I trust that this is part of the moving forward? And I didn't know any of that stuff before. I just struggled. I just had depression, addiction, insecurity, coping strategies, unable to face things, angry, resentful, hurt, sad, depressed, sick, in pain, my physical body in pain since I was 12. I've carried a lot in this journey. And as I started teaching manifestation all these years ago and started helping people, I've been on, well, I was healing way before that, but I just mean I've been on this deep, deep healing journey. And lately in the last year, 
and I know you guys that have been around have felt this, something has radically changed in me. And as the content of activated was the activated is my signature program, um, starting very soon in July. Um, I can't wait. It is such a magical program that I want every single human in the world to go through because it would apply to each and every one of you and you would come out transformed. So make sure to check, check the link in the show notes below as well for that activated jump on it. If it sparks your soul, because your soul's calling you. Okay. So as that content was birthed through me, I started looking at life differently. I started seeing things differently and healing. Instead of running from the healing, I ran into the fucking fire, really looking at why I was holding so much resentment, why I always felt alone and unsupported, why my body was in chronic pain all the time with a mystery illness with a mystery thing that nobody knows what it is. I'm just in pain in every joint and crevice in every bone of my body. Why? And I deeply started engaging with spirit even more, having it be my guru, having it be my pillar to lean on and show me the way to healing. And as this whole system was downloaded into me, I've spent the last year integrating it. And now I've done one round of activated and we're getting ready to do the second round. And it is the most powerful shit I've ever experienced because it's about not just your positive manifestations. I can teach you about how the law of attraction works all day. And I do many episodes on this podcast about manifestation 101 and how exactly the law of attraction works. But if you're not changing who you're being, if you still deep down feel like a failure, feel like you're going to let yourself down, if you deep down don't give yourself the space to breathe or self-love or self-care or, you know, shine light on the stuff you're, you're carrying. If you never find forgiveness for yourself, if you never find deep fucking grace and compassion for yourself that rocks you in your cells, if you never see yourself as the beautiful fucking unicorn made of universal starlight <laughs> that you truly are. You can't manifest shit. You can manifest some shit and you can force manifest. But do you want to be sitting in a fancy home depressed? Do you want to be having partners coming into your life, but you're so insecure that you can't have a healthy relationship because you're not yet loving yourself at all? Do you want just a diet to come along that's going to make you lose the weight? Or do you want to find that love for yourself? Release what you're healing. Release what you're carrying. Release why the weight is there in the first place. Or why you have a hard time in love. Or why you can't seem to manifest money or love yourself or say something positive to yourself. Don't you want to heal that so that the rest can become this magical existence? Because if you're not doing the inner work, you're going to stay in the same manifestation loop the rest of your life of just trying to manifest. So if you've been trying to manifest for years, this is what you're missing is the healing. And I'm going to get into the story of what happened yesterday and illustrate exactly what I'm talking about. So right now, so that, okay, so that was about me. I know these intros, especially lately, they go really off. If anyone is interested in the sort of more tangible details about myself, I'm a mom of three, I'm 38 years old at the time of recording. Um, I'm from BC, Canada, way on the West coast on a beautiful Island called Vancouver Island. I am on this path of living my most integrated, healed, 
life, leaning on the earth, leaning on spirit, leaning on myself, noticing and witnessing my change and evolution. And it's magical. I love nature. I love yoga. I'm married to my soulmate husband who I've known since I was 14. We didn't date when we were 14, but we've been friends, solid friends ever since. Now we've been together just about 11 years almost. And I have three kids, as I mentioned. My daughter's almost 12, my oldest. My middle one is about eight and a half. I don't know, the halves. Kids say halves, so now I say halves. <laughs> I was saying that to them the other day. I never say I'm 38 and a half. <laughs> like adults at some point just don't tend to focus on that. Um, <laughs> and my youngest guy will be three in August. So it's a busy life. I'm a regular person that, as I said, has overcome a lot, had an eating disorder, addiction, really self-love was the thing. Loving myself enough, believing in myself enough, not consistently letting myself down, consistently making promises to myself that I didn't fulfill, and then just to keep trying to make more promises. It's like with diet mentality, like we always think Monday is going to somehow be the magical day. But if you don't have self-love today, if you don't learn how to trust yourself and release what is in your way... Monday is going to come and go, and then you're going to go next Monday and next Monday and next Monday. But today will be the day. Today can be the day that you shift something massive. And it's going to start by facing what you're holding. Not that you have to necessarily go to the trauma, but realizing I'm holding a lack of self-worth. I don't totally believe in myself. I'm carrying the trauma and energy of my ancestors, of my parents. I'm carrying a lot of shit. I claim that I'm sensitive and I hold stuff and I'm ready to heal. I'm ready to release. I'm ready to see that this is not mine to hold. That's where you're at. That's what you're ready for. That's what you're stepping into. That's the fire you're stepping into right now because you're not here to just spot manifest. You're here to heal yourself. And my love, the last thing I'm going to say before I do dive into the story Healing yourself is, I'm going to say it's never as scary as it seems because when you do face it in a safe environment, either making sure you're secure and supported and safe yourself by yourself or in a professional setting with a coach, with a healer, with a therapist, with whatever, when you do go there and realize that from that event or from those accumulations of events, you are carrying a deep feeling of not feeling good enough. And you cry those fucking crocodile tears about how depthy that feels and how a part of you way, 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 way deep down is hurt and is so sad, like the deepest sadness you've ever felt. When you recognize and admit that that's in there, the healing starts to begin. We start to offer light and love to that part of ourselves. And in the program Activated, I specifically focus on inner child and inner teenager healing. Seeing that part of us inside that is wounded, that part of us inside that needs love, and recognizing that's not the wholeness of who you are. If you're resisting exercising or eating well, there's just a child inside of you that doesn't know that she's worth pouring that energy into. A child inside of you that was neglected and never learned that she, it's safe to look after her needs. You just learn some stuff. 
It's not about more forcing, about more Monday, Wednesday, Friday plans. It's about healing that and looking at it. And the reason I say it's not as scary as it seems is sometimes those tears are so depthy. The emotion that comes forward is insane. And that's what we've been avoiding. So yeah, it can get crazy. I was driving down the highway yesterday, just bawling at the grief I was feeling about something that came up unexpectedly. This was before the road trip went crazy. <laughs> the feelings, the thoughts, the, the tears. My, my cat that passed away after 19 and a half years, she came into my mind and I just cried more grief about how sad I was that Seiji was gone. And those are things that I would shove away before. But when we face the emotions and we breathe through them or we cry through them or whatever it is that helps us process and release it, then right away, you're lighter and more magnetic than you've ever been. And life is about magnetism. It's not just about doing something right or receiving, getting, having. It's about being magnetic in your life, which means you have a clear channel, which means there's less shit carrying you down, holding you down, weighing you down, because those, those things are not you. You don't need to carry it anymore. You don't need to carry what has been put on you, what has happened to you. You are a child of source and you naturally are magnetic. There's nothing to fix. There's nothing to change. It's actually about dissolving what you're not and uncovering what you are and finding that seed of source within you, that knowing of your enoughness, that remembering and reclaiming of your power and then you're a new person or you're, you are who you always were, <laughs> but you know, you face those tears and then you're so much more powerful. You face that thing, you offer forgiveness. You even just try to get to the place of being able to forgive someone or try to get to the place to entertain what forgiveness or compassion would look like for yourself or somebody else. And even doing that is walking toward it and you will be rewarded. So if this stuff calls you and you're in for these tangents and these rants that I go on and seeing life mastery is manifestation mastery. So do you want me to just tell you a journal prompt to say, you know, thanks for the $5,000 and you can write it out 72 times and just trust that it's going to show up tomorrow? Or do you want to do the work to become the happiest, healthiest, bounciest, most generous, patient, magnetic, successful, focused, determined, beautiful, understanding, compassionate human that you already are and stepping into your dreams and stepping into your purpose that way? Which way do you want to go? Because I can give you a journal prompt, but it doesn't mean you're going to feel good about yourself after doing the journal prompt or that you're going to learn how to properly care for your body and love yourself deeply. So if you join Activated, which I really recommend every single human, if you have a heartbeat, join Activated, because this is what we talk about. And yeah, we talk about manifestation and advanced quantum techniques that are so fun and will blow your mind, but it's also how to live Activated, how to live the system. So make sure to sign up below. If it's past the registration time, my plan is to run this a couple times a year. I'm going to see what source has for us. I expanded on it for this round. I've added more and I'm really excited to take you through the deep healing, but then also the stepping the fuck into it as well. And it's going to be so fun, so expansive, so magnetic, so activating. So make sure to click the link below if you're ready to do the work. 
that it takes to step into the life that your soul has been calling you for. It's getting increasingly uncomfortable to live in your small self, isn't it? In these areas, right? I know you're growing. I know you're expanding, but there's these areas where we contract back down. Maybe we're around family and we, be- we become small. Maybe it's exercise or nutrition that we sabotage, we binge, we, you know, punish ourselves a little bit still. Maybe it's that you're calm, cool, and collected, but every once in a while you just fucking rage, which by the way, healthy rage is a thing. That's, that's cool. But I'm saying there's still these areas of you that as much as you're trying to show up, they hold you back. And I know it because I am it. This is what I'm doing is shining light on the areas and using this system to heal the areas which then without trying, I release weight. I make more money. I show up more patient and helpful and engaging and loving for my clients, for my family, for myself. I eat different, not because I tried to make more money, because I tried to eat different, because I tried to show up differently, because I am different, because I'm finally becoming who the fuck I am. And I'm 38. For any of you around my age, or whatever, within the decade, doesn't it feel like it's time? Doesn't it feel like it's like, okay, I've been through so much shit in my life. And really, no matter what age you're at, whether you're a lot younger or you're a few years older, whatever, you, it's time. There becomes a point where the pain of staying small becomes too great and we must rise because you know you're meant for more and I've got you. So keep listening to the show, join Activated, join Manifest Now, my monthly unblocked workshop as well. Get unblocked the monthly workshop, check the link below for all of the stuff. Join me on this path because I'm real, I'm authentic, I'm growing through what I'm going through constantly and it will help you to do the same. So I can't wait to meet you in person. I can't wait to see your face on Zoom. I can't wait to connect with you deeper. It's going to be quite a ride. So the story and the lessons, and oh my God. So right now, everybody, I am on a road trip at the time of recording, and I'm going to tell the whole story. So about two weeks ago, no, about a week ago, I was having a really low time. I've been processing a lot, a lot of the shit that has happened to me. I've been facing, like I'm talking about. I've been really willing to go there and do deeper inner child healing. The stuff that I teach and activated, I'm just ready for my new layer of the onion, right? This is what we do. Inner child healing isn't once. We continuously revisit. And there was some really deep stuff that was hiding within me that was keeping me sick, And simultaneous to this, I'm on a healing journey of my body that I've been talking about. I've been in chronic pain since I was 12. It's been unexplained. It's been misdiagnosed. It's been a mystery. And I'm starting to uncover answers. I know I'm going to talk about this more and more as time goes on. That's not what this episode is about. But I'm starting to uncover answers, not just about It is about the emotions held in my body, but it's also my physical body and my physical health and heavy metals and all of these other things that I'm discovering that I can see why I have been sick. So not sick, but in pain, inflamed. Um, So the other day I was journaling and I was supposed to record a podcast and I just was not feeling good. And if there's one thing that I make sure to do with work and to make sure to do with my business is I show up 100 fucking percent. So for my clients, I come focused for my workshops, for my get unblocked monthly workshops for the podcast. I show up in my energy. And if I'm not in my powerful energy, I'm just not going to record because I know my success isn't determined by how many podcast episodes I have It's determined by my magnetism is determined about by my capacity to help people. 
So I didn't record. And instead, while my son was napping, um, the girls were, were, I think they were with their grandma. I don't remember, but it was Phil and I in the house, my husband and my, my son was napping and he was doing stuff. He was doing some music stuff and whatever. And I just sat on the couch. There was a couch that I can see my backyard with these beautiful tall trees and the wind is flowing, swaying. And I had my journal and I was just prompted to start writing all of the things I'm carrying in my body. And in my mind, I started seeing from the time I was born and I was like, I'm carrying the stress about, you know, being fat. I'm carrying the stress of, you know, different traumas that have happened, feeling unsafe, feeling unseen, feeling neglected, feeling unsupported. And then I don't know why, but my guides just, well, I I do know why, because it all led to this, but my guides started taking me through literally my life. I, I saw myself very, very young from like my earliest memory. And I don't actually have a lot of memories in my childhood. I have these isolated things I remember, but it's quite strange. And, and I've talked about this sometimes, and I actually have experienced, there's a lot of you that feel the same. If you do feel free to reach out to me on Instagram at Talia Joy Manifestation in my DMS. Let's chat about this because I don't remember so much of my childhood and I've spent time wondering why, you know? So anyway, (laughs) um, I started seeing my life and the things I could remember and remembering these moments of insecurity, these flickers of shame, these, the times I was bullied and all this different stuff. And I started writing it down and I started going through my life and it was like my young childhood and then teenagerhood and in my twenties. And I realized that at every stage in my life, I was carrying big shit. I was carrying eating disorders. I was carrying anger, resentment, shame, feeling alone, feeling abandoned, feeling unseen, unheard by myself, by others. I was carrying so much. And I noticed that even as my life got better and say, then I started having children, then I was carrying the stress of like sleep deprivation and, and the hard, you know, I breastfed. And so it was like, I was always tied to the baby. I didn't feel like I had a lot of freedom. I couldn't go out for more than an hour and be like, then I have to go home and feed. And I just saw that there was these different times in my life where I was always carrying something. And all of a sudden I was about three quarters through my life so far. And I just heard you have to go on a healing trip. And this was my guide. And they showed me bam, 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 like all of these different cities and what I needed to do. And I needed to go back to those different places because I'm a mom of three. And because I have a busy business at home, I don't have a lot of space to just feel and cry when it comes up because I notice when it comes up, I'm like doing the dishes or I'm like making rice or, you know, whatever. And it just doesn't feel appropriate to start sobbing. I know I could, my family would love me, but this is the busy life and I need more deep release. So I saw you have to go on a healing trip going back to my childhood home, going back to the elementary school at the water fountain where I was bullied for the first time, called fat for the first time. And it wrecked me. It fucking destroyed my life at that point. Not actually, because I went on as if everything was normal, but inside it birthed shame. It birthed this realization of like, wait, what? My body means something? And I started noticing, yeah, My friends are skinnier than me and this insecurity started. So I needed to go back to these places and I saw all of these different places and points in my life, times when my eating disorder was really bad and I had, you know, traumatic events, times when, um, I was just in a really rough mental state, these different houses, these different things in my life that I needed to heal. 
So I saw this road trip and it was this big loop. And about two hours later, I was like, Phil, to my husband, I need to go on this trip. And he was like, he could see it in my face. He's like, okay, what do we need to do? And I'm like, I need to go to this place, this place, this place, this place. I don't know how this can happen. Again, three kids, school just got out. I have a packed business. I'm booked for like a month or more. And I I just, how can this happen? So we look on the schedule and literally it either happened like next week or in September. And I looked at him and I'm like, I can't wait till September. He's like, I know. And I had booked off this week. Two months ago, I was telling my one-on-one clients, just so you know, in July, I'm taking the week off. I didn't know why, except for that I need to remember to take time off because being an entrepreneur, you can just work 365 or, you know, not take those time times off. And when you have a nine to five job, you get your two weeks or your four weeks or your one week or whatever. And I never do that. So I had that realization. I looked at this week and I told my clients, I said, just so you know, I'm taking this week off. And they're like, great, do your thing, girl. <laughs> so I looked at the calendar and ironically, I had this week off, except for the Manifest Now workshop was the only thing booked in this week. So I was like, I need to do it. So I over about four days, booked Airbnbs, figured out the route and just knew this is what I had to do. So two days ago, I left home and I stayed in this little town. It's actually called Hope, which is it's just funny because I know of the town. So it's a name I say, like I've stayed there and it's also like a really tiny, like nothing town, but I just actually laughed about going, Oh, so my trip starts in hope. (laughs) That's quite an interesting thing and pretty awesome. So I just started there because I could get over from my Island to hope. And then the next day I was making my way to where I grew up. The, the smallest memories, my country home from age zero to 11, where a lot of this stuff happened and I was on my road trip and the the weather was like really tumultuous at first. I have to go over a summit. It was so foggy. I couldn't even see in front of me. I put my hazard lights on. I'm also obviously by myself. Um, and it was raining so, so hard. And this crazy highway, they actually call it the highway of hell in a section because there's so many accidents and it's like considered one of the top most dangerous, um, highways in the world, primarily in the winter, but when it's sleet and rain and fog, it did not help. So I'm on this highway to hell, <laughs> just making my way through and going like, you've got this Talia. And once the fog would clear even a little bit, cause the summit isn't that far. So I, it was really this rough part. And then the rest was mainly rain with like foggy patches. So as it would clear a little bit, I pulled over regulated my nervous system because I noticed it was just blown out, like driving in unsafe conditions. You just grip the steering wheel and literally you're in fight or flight because it is life or death at this moment where I have to pay attention. I ha- I'm, I'm hydroplaning, my car is sliding around like it was a lot. But I laughed because I was like, how funny, the beginning of my life kind of started out this way. The beginning of my trip is like, throwing it into me right away. Right. So I'm like, okay, we got this. Um, so eventually I made it up and where I grew up is this tiny, tiny little town and it's actually called Cherryville. I would be very shocked if anyone here has heard of Cherryville outside of me or is from there. If you are, please write me on Instagram because I want to find out why you know about Cherryville and who you are. Maybe I knew you from then, or maybe it's just a serendipitous event, but it's this tiny little place. So I literally grew up on Sugar Lake Road in Cherryville, which sounds like it's from Candyland. So I'm making my way to Cherryville and I have to go through a few towns and already it's nostalgic. My mom and I had done this road trip hundreds of times. I was bringing in the element of music, listening to the music that we used to listen to on the road trips. 
seeing the landscape of how many times I'd looked at these mountains and trees and I'd gone on that road trip myself. We went all the time. We went at least every couple months for like the first 11 years of my life because we would drive from Cherryville down to the coast and um, my grandma was there, my nana was there, my dad was there. I was there all the time. And so I, we'd done this road trip hundreds of times. So it was really healing already. And I cried and stuff was coming up and I was just living life. I was pulling over at fruit stands and like there's the best fruit in the Okanagan. It's like the epic fruit, lots of berries and apples and strawberries and cherries and oh, so good. So I was pulling over. I got myself really healthy lunches. I found my soulmate water bottle. that's all turquoise. It was filled up and I was just really enjoying my road trip. So I go and the towns keep getting smaller and I get about 15 minutes away from Cherryville and I was preparing because I was in the zone. I was allowing myself to feel, I was just really like, this is perfect. This is like the perfect space to be in. And I'm about to go to Cherryville and I cross over this bridge in this little tiny, tiny, tiny town, if you even call it that, before Cherryville and um, my battery light comes on all of a sudden. And so I immediately pulled over and I just had this flood of like, what do I do? Like, it's not an engine light. It was a battery light. So I was like, what? I've been driving like 300 kilometers, 400 kilometers today, if not more. And my car's been fine. It's been, I don't know what's going on. I also cars are not my forte. My, my husband was a mechanic and my dad's really good with cars too, but it's really just not where I shine. Um, it's not, it's not my passion. So I was just, what the fuck do I do? I tried to call my husband. He didn't answer. He was, um, cleaning. He was with my son. He was doing something. I think my son was napping. He was in the middle of cleaning day. So he wasn't near his phone. And I called and I was like, okay, what do I do? Do I just keep driving? and just hope it's fine. I really want to get to my destination. I got to heal. Um, and I of course was like, no, my inner guides like do not keep driving. So I turned back because this tiny town does have like a, a gas station, a grocery store, you know, a pub or something. So I just was like, it's better to be in civilization, literally in Cherryville. Like, what am I going to do? Go to the general store that may or may not be open. That's all that there is there. It's, it's really tiny. So, um, there's probably not even, I don't even think there's a mechanic or anything. Um, so I turned back and I was less than five minutes going back. I was just going to pull into a, to a parking lot and just figure it out. And all the electrical system in my car starts dying. So I, I thankfully was able to pull into a spot and just everything died. The power steering died the windows wouldn't roll up I turned off everything I turned off the the fan that was on like the not the AC but like just the fan and the music and charging my phone I just took turned off everything pulled into the stall and like the, the car died so I'm like okay I'm in this tiny tiny fucking town alone and my car's dead and I don't know what to do so I was like okay tried my husband again he's not there which is so funny right because he he does love and support me fully but when I'm triggered into feeling alone and unsupported. If for any of you that haven't listened, go back to the episode probably, I don't know, 20 or 30 ago about what your shit days are telling you. That is another epic story about a really bad day that taught me a lot. But the universe goes to town. Like my husband's not even answering and I'm like beaming him energy, like pick up, pick up, pick up. And he's just not. So I'm sitting there and I was like, okay, well maybe I could go to a mechanic, right? Or call a mechanic. The town is so small. There's like five blocks. I could walk to wherever, whoever it's going to be. So I look it up. It's Sunday. Nothing's open. It's also been the Canada Day long weekend. So really nothing's open. And there's no mechanics, no nothing. So I was like, fuck, okay. Maybe I could get my car towed to my Airbnb, which was like almost an hour away. 
And I was like, I don't even know, get the car towed, just go to the Airbnb for the night and then like figure it out in the morning. Maybe there's a mechanic close to the Airbnb, although the Airbnb is also like on a lake in the middle of nowhere. Oh man, I always pick places in the middle of nowhere. Um, So I call the tow truck and they're like, yeah, we can do that for about like $210 or something like that, or $250 or $40 or something. And I was like, okay, just give me a second. Let me think about it. Cause I would have to tow it there and then tow it away in the, in the, in the morning to get it fixed. And I stopped and I started getting emotional and started getting frustrated and panicky. And I just took a deep breath and I said, send me an angel, send me an angel. I need help. I need help. Send me an angel, please. And I was sitting there and I called the tow truck back and I was like, okay, well, I guess I'll get it towed. It was like all I could think of in the moment. She's like, okay, well, he can't be there for an hour, but like whatever, he needs cash. And I was like, okay, sure. I'll go to this bank machine. I go across the street to a gas station and I go to a bank machine. I take out cash. And of course it's like, there's a $5 charge because it's some random bank machine. I was like, except like whatever at this point, I'm walking out of the gas station. I step in a puddle of engine oil. So then my foot's all squishy and slippery in my sandal and it was disgusting and it was like a puddle of engine oil and I was like what the fuck do I even do so I went back to my car I have like ex- like rags and stuff you know for just on the road paper towels and things so I just like squished like did my best to wipe off my foot and get this engine oil out from between my toes it was so gross and I'm sitting there and the tow truck driver calls and he's like hey I just wanted to confirm so like what's going on I can I can still be there in like 45 or something or I don't know what it was at that point I think it was actually more like 20 minutes at that point so he calls me back and he's like what's going on and I told told him he's like well I'm not a mechanic I do work for the mechanic towing for them but I'm not a mechanic, but you know, there's probably a few things it could be when I get there, I'll just pop the hood and then you can decide if you are going to want it towed or not. And I was like, okay, thank you. And as I was, um, there, I was trying my husband again and he was still wasn't answering. It had now been like an hour of like, what actually do I do here? And, um, and so this guy walks up and he's like, are you okay? Cause I'm like, really like the, the hood's up. I'm emotional. I'm panicky. My body language is the, what the fuck territory. And he's a total, like the damsel in distress. And he's like, are you okay? And, and I was like, yeah, my car, blah, blah, blah. This happened. And he's like, okay, well, let me take a look. And he like pops the trunk and he's like, oh, the battery terminal, blah, blah, blah. He's like, you know what? You know, he's like, what are you going to do? I was like, well, there's a, a tow truck coming, but my Airbnb is like almost an hour away. And he's like, oh, don't get it towed there. That'll be so exciting expensive like let's just see what we can do I live two minutes away I'll go home I'll get my like tester reader thing and blah 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 do you have jumper cables I was like yeah and he's like okay we'll jump you we'll see what's going on there's a few things I could test to t- test the alternator the battery blah 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 I was like wow okay so he left he came back in like five minutes and he starts popping the hood he gives my car a jump he's testing the batteries like oh their battery's looking good and your alternator is looking good whatever and I was like oh okay he's like you're fine actually blah 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 and then he's like oh wait my car's still hooked up to your car with the jumper cables that might affect the reading let me take it off and he takes off the jumper cable he's like no your alternator's fucked I was like oh okay and he's like so at least it's just an alternator like you know it can be done and I have a Mazda 3 so parts are like available blah 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 and I was like okay and so then this other guy walks up. He's like, Larry or whatever, because it's such a small town. He's like, what are you doing? And he's like, well, I'm just helping this girl. And they're both looking under the hood. And he's like, oh, yeah, well, let's check this. And, you know, oh, it's our an, it's alternator. And, oh, that's a shame. Like, nothing's open today. Like, what are you going to do? And 
I'm just watching them like figuring, helping me, helping me figure it out because it's not where I shine. And then the tow truck driver comes and they're like Brent or whatever, right? Because again, they all know each other. And the tow truck driver's like, what are you doing? Trying to steal my business. Oh no, we're just looking at this. And the battery terminals look fine. He scrubbed them off for me. And the battery actually chose, you know, it was reading out of 110 and it blah, blah, blah. And they're like, oh, that's good. And, but we think it's her alternator. And one of the other guys reaches under, he's like, look at this. And it's this belt. So for any of you that know cars, you're probably knowing already what I'm talking about. I had no clue, but there's a thing called a serpentine belt. It snapped off my car. So I guess, I don't know what that does, but it fucks the alternator. So the alternator stops working or stops giving power to the battery. So the battery drained and that's why everything shut off. So it's actually quite a simple fix. And he like pulls this out. He's like, Oh, good look and good, good job. And blah, blah, blah. And I all of a sudden stood back and realized I had three angels looking after my car, figuring it out for me, with me, helping me, giving me love and guidance. And I said to one of the guys, like, I appreciate this so much. Like the guy that just walked up, he's like, no problem. He's like, you know, I would want someone to help my my daughter or my wife if she was on the side of the road stranded. So like, no problem. I'll do everything I can. And I just was like, oh. and just as a disclaimer here, I was nervous. I'm a girl stranded in a tiny town, very vulnerable, clearly on my own, clearly not knowing what the fuck to do. And I felt a little scared, especially with three men coming to help me. So I'm not trying to offend the world. I'm not trying to portray that all men are assholes or creepos or anything, of course. But I feel like a lot of you listening will know what I'm talking about. It was a little bit scary. And even my husband's like, finally, when we did connect, he's like, don't go with anyone. I was like, I won't. I'll stay at my car. If worst case scenario, I'm sleeping in my car. I'm not going to like go to someone's house. Like I trust in myself. But then I chose in that moment to just not focus on that and just trust that they were the three angels that I prayed for. I prayed for one, but I got three. And once I just lowered my shoulders and went, I'm just going to trust that they're good people and they're here to help me because there are good people in the world and I'm not going to have my defenses up and I'm not going to do anything dumb, but I'm also not going to pretend that they're going to, uh, they're going to hurt me or that they don't have good intentions. I actually grew up 15 minutes from here. So I know it's actually more of like a little country hick town, like not, not creepy little country, but more just like everyone knows everyone and everybody trades stuff and is helping each other out and gives each other rides. Like I know where I grew up. And so I'm just going to trust. Right. And I told them I grew up in Cherryville. They're like, Oh, well, welcome back, blah, blah, blah. And they were like, Oh, it's just such a shame. What are you going to do? So, you know, I, I can't share all the details or this will be a long ass podcast, but Basically, the guy, one of the guys um, gave me a jump and he's like, I'll follow you, but I think there's enough power. You don't have power steering or anything. Turn everything off, but you'll have enough power to get to the mechanic. And then in the morning, this is actually an easy fix. They can, you know, we're booked up for a couple weeks, but because this is something easy, I bet they could do it in 20 minutes once they get the belt. Um, So let's just jump you there, like push you there or whatever, um, drive there. And in the morning they can start doing it. And I was like, okay. And so then he goes, um, okay, so leave your car here, leave your keys here and, um, we'll get to it in the morning. And all of a sudden I was like, ah, and he could sense my hesitation. I was like, I don't want to give you my keys because then I'm like locked out of my car and I don't have a plan and all my shit's in my car, all my clothes, all my food, all my toiletries, all my, my coffee, my mud water, everything's in the car, (laughs) my yoga mat. Um, and he's like, okay, well, you know, I said, if I'm just here in the morning, if I sleep in my car, do you think it's fine? He's like, yeah, it'll be fine. Just if, if you're here in the morning, then they'll start working on it. They just need the keys. And I was like, okay. So anyway, long story short, I decided to cab back to my Airbnb, even though it was going to be $150 because 
my safety and my security is important in times of crisis. I realized in this journey, I was, I was doing the process of activated without even realizing it because this program is life mastery. And I'm translating what I've been doing in my life to become so powerful. I didn't even realize how deeply integrated into my cells it was. So as I was thinking about what to do, I right away asked myself, what would my whole authentic self do? What is in my worth and worthiness, which is what I teach in Activated? It's like, what would be the choice to make in my worth, in my best, highest interest? And I was like, you know what? My husband even suggested, he's like, just take a cab back to the Airbnb. Then you can decompress. You can have a shower. You can do some yoga. You can sleep. You can go for a walk. Like you deserve that. And we don't even know if it'll be done at 8 a.m. So do you really want to sleep in your car and, you know, be whatever, right? And I was like, no, you know what? Fuck it. Even if it's $150 there and $150 back, I am worth $300. I am worth that. And in my worthiness, which is the first step in Activated, it's the first training week you go through is activating your whole authentic self and who you truly are. When you act in your worthiness, when you act in this energy source will always back you up. You will make enough. You will have enough. You'll make the money back. Whatever it is, you'll be fine. Make that choice in your worthiness. So that's what I did. And so at first I was like, maybe I'll check to see if there's a hotel, even though I'm paying for an Airbnb an hour away, let's just see called the hotels. There's nothing. I was like, okay, I'm clearly meant to go back to the Airbnb. Um, so I called a cab. They're like, yeah, we can be there, you know, in like an hour. Um, because it was way out in the middle of nowhere. There's no even cabs in this tiny town. So they had to come from the city or the town closest and it'll be about an hour. We'll be out there. It'll be like around 150 bucks. I was just like, okay. And so I found a place, I called back the tow truck driver. He told me where to stash the key so that the guys could get it in the morning, but I could leave my car. The cab driver came. I sort of just took everything out of my car that was either valuable or like clothes and toiletries, the things that I needed, my fresh fruit I'd bought, come on, my journal, I needed that, my books, my headphones, you know, all those things, loaded it all up into the cab and came back to the Airbnb. So the things I want to talk about, I know this episode is long already, but there's a lot here. There is so much here because I noticed how quickly I pivoted into asking for help, asking for the universe to send me an angel, how fast I pivoted into, instead of distrusting these men that were helping me, trusting in them and also trusting in myself that if things turned weird, I would know if things turned creepy, I would know I'm not going to hand over my keys. I'm not going to go to someone's house, but I am going to accept the angels that the universe sends me. And this is something that is so big. And as you can tell in this episode, I'm emotional because I'm in it. I'm in the Airbnb right now waiting for a call. Hopefully the mechanic's going to have the part. And actually I called the part store yesterday. They're like, we don't have it. I was like, of course, the only one in town. So they were ordering it. So it should be here this morning or this afternoon. So I'm literally now in, in it right now. And that's why it's emotional. But I realized how quickly I pivoted out of I'm fucked. I'm alone. I'm unsupported. Something bad is happening to me and into there's a creative solution for this. There's a reason for this. And as one of my mentors pointed out to me last night, she reached out to me to give me love because I was sharing it on Instagram. And she said, you know, when did you feel alone, stranded, unsupported as a child? And then another one of my clients who's a therapist, who's super wise, wrote me and said the same thing. She said, I feel nudged to ask you, like, when did you feel this as a child? And 
there, that there's medicine in that for you. And I was like, thank you. <laughs> I received this too. So I really noticed that I pivoted out of it and I walked away going, shit, girl, you are more healed then you realize it's easy to focus on the things that are left to heal or the things that aren't there yet, right? But I'm more healed than I realized because I was able to navigate that. I was able to give myself compassion. I was able to reparent and talk to myself in a beautiful, kind way, which is all things that I teach in Activated. I was able to see what was in my whole authentic energy, what which was to have faith, which was to ask for help, which was to spend to value my safety and my comfort over money, to not just sleep in my car out of lack. It was to figure it out and to get myself back to joy and peace and love and trust. And now I know, and even by the end of the night, I got back to the Airbnb. I walked down to the lake. I spent a couple hours down there. I went in the lake. I was so grateful And I was looking around going, I'm so grateful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Universe. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And then all of a sudden it popped into my mind what I'd been through in that day and how five years ago, I don't know if I'd be going, you know, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for this day. I was so close to going back to my childhood home. It's what I thought I was supposed to do. I do only have so much time on this road trip. I got to leave tomorrow. So I'm sitting here going like, I better get out to my fucking place. Right. But I also know it's going to be exactly what it's meant to be. And figuring this out gave me resilience. It gave me all of this. It reminded me that asking for angels always works. It reminded me that feeling is healing, that feeling what I'm going through instead of shoving down or getting aggressive or mad or angry and pinching off source, pinching off miracles. I know that that's not going to do it for me. I know that feeling is healing. I it, it taught me yesterday that I have more grace than I know, that I'm fucking resilient, that my faith is rock fucking solid. I know there's lots of swear words. Sorry about that. You guys get it. My faith is so solid because that I, I don't even think I spent like more than a couple minutes in what the fuck it immediately went to like, okay, there's like something this big on such a healing road trip where I'm showing up. And it was funny. I was talking to my dad last night. He's like, yeah, the funny thing with those belts is they work and work and work until they break. And then they just stop. There's no warning. And I was like, what are the chances that that happens on this day? Right where I was literally crossing a bridge, 15 minutes, like it literally happened on a bridge crossing a bridge 15 minutes away from all of this inner child healing. Like that is not a mistake. There's something massive in this for me. Yesterday also taught me that I have my own back. In times of crisis, I am the one that's showing up for myself to rescue me. I am the one that is going to come and save me and support me and heal me. I am that one and I can do that. And I am doing that right now. It shows, it shows me how much I know about tests. And that's something I also teach and activated is yes, you are actually being tested. There's an episode on that a few back called yes, you're being tested. This was a test. This was a test to see where I'm at in my faith, in my grace, in my self-compassion, in my resilience. Do I value my comfort over money? Am I worth $300 to be safe and comfortable? Can I figure it out? Can I come along and save myself and make the best call for myself and breathe through and go through what I grow grow through what I go through? It showed me that these tests are always going to come 
And I get better and better and better and better at navigating it. It actually also showed me that I live the activated um, process. And I knew that meaning like I could have told you that, like this is the process I live to go through the quantum leaps, to be able to achieve what I have, to have my you know income in the first three months of this year be more than everything I made last year. That this is the system I'm living. But when I was thrown into crisis, I saw it even more. And it was even more obvious, holy shit, I actually am living it by default, not because I'm trying, but to, but because it's now my way of life. And that brought me to tears. I was so thankful that this process came through me and was channeled through me and that I get to live it and be the example and help all of the people that are willing to say yes to the process as well. It's a process you will use the rest of your life because you become it. And it's so beautiful and it's so unique that you make this journey you, but by using this framework of knowing what you're worth and what you truly are and what your soul wants for you and your true worth and worthiness. This program shows you how to heal the parts of you that don't allow you to do that, that think you're not worth it, that fall back into lack, into worry, into shame. We all have it. We might as well heal it because healing is going to be your path to manifestation. So yesterday taught me that I live it so much more than I even realized. It's ingrained and embedded into who I am, which makes me the perfect teacher for it. I've run a lot of programs, but this one is the one that is the process for life. And I knew it in my mind but I haven't been so squeezed as I was yesterday in recent times to truly show me that I actually live it. I'm the embodiment of it. So the other thing I learned from yesterday is that life is going to happen and you have no idea and you can't plan for this shit. So you have to do the inner work because you can be the most incredible human. And as I've said on previous episodes, you can be super spiritual. You can look at all these people who teach these things and use, and you know, or maybe they're a coach, maybe they're a mentor, maybe they're an author, maybe they're like a public figure, Gabby Bernstein or whoever that lives this stuff. She, you know, Gabby Bernstein had a miscarriage. She lost a child. I'm sure things have happened to her that aren't on the forefront of the media or on her account where she stubs her toes and she gets an unexpected bill and her car breaks down or her and her husband have a fight. These things are going to happen in life, no matter how spiritual you are, because you're still human. So you can't plan for this. It looked like I was going to grace myself and float on into Cherryville and heal. But I had a wicked reality call and that wasn't because I was being negative. It wasn't because I did something wrong to attract this in my life. It's actually because, and this is where the bouncy ball comes in. It's because when you are ready to propel yourself to levels that you haven't been yet, sometimes the fastest way is for the universe to treat you like a bouncy ball and it slams you down to the ground in order for you to rise up way higher than you could have rised or risen if you were just trying to throw yourself up there. So picture a bouncy ball and picture yourself trying to throw it as high as you can into the up high. It's a lot of effort and you can throw it kind of high. It's a lot of effort and 
it's not as high as if you slam it down to the ground and then let it catapult up into the sky. That is sometimes your fastest way to enlightenment, to healing, is being slammed down. So sometimes when everything breaks down in a day, in a time in your life, you lose your job, a relationship ends, your car breaks down at the side of the road, something happens. Instead of going, how did I manifest this? What did I do bad to create this bad thing? No, 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 that's not what we're doing. That's not what they're doing. They are catapulting you to higher ground if you choose to integrate what you've learned, to see what is there for you, to ask for an angel, to to really sit down at the end of this time and go, if this was here to teach me something, what would it be? At the end of every day on this road trip, I've written out one prompt, what this day has taught me or today taught me blank. So when you can go through these things and then see what it's teaching you because you've done enough of the inner work to not fall back into victim for too long, to not end on the fact that you're, you know, the universe is fucking you over and life is bad and you're not doing it as well. And if you were more spiritual, this wouldn't have happened. If you were more magnetic, this wouldn't have happened. No, I'm not immune to some serpentine belt snapping on my car. But I can definitely spin that shit into gold and realize that I'm a bouncy ball and the universe, I've been trying to huck myself up in the air, you know, trying to get to all these high heights. But every time I'm slammed down, which could be even an emotional release, feeling the guilt, guilt, feeling the shame, offering myself love. It could be things in my personal reality falling apart or a day that everything goes wrong. It could be me doubting myself and second guessing. It could be when my bank account got down to 21 cents, whatever it is, you get slammed down so that you can rise the fuck up. And nothing rises you higher than being slammed down. So the the universe doesn't do this to just slam you down to be mean. It's for a few reasons. It's to catapult you up if you wish to accept the assignment in the low. It's to see where you truly are. I'm claiming and calling in and expecting giant things in this lifetime, giant impact, worldwide retreats and events, abundance, love, success in all the forms. I want to be traveling in Airbnbs and have my kids take beautiful lessons and have so many different beautiful offerings and writing books and, you know, experiencing life. I am calling forward a lot in life. And when life Life is trying to expand faster than what I'm expanding. When the human isn't expanding as fast as life is trying to come to you, you will be bouncy balled. And when you're bouncy balled and you're slammed down, go, this must be part of the giant up that is happening because something is being called to be released, to be seen, to be nurtured, to be acknowledged. And I think part of what was yesterday, even though I'm sharing with you all the lessons I learned, I think the key thing coming forward is you are more healed than you realized. And you are the one that is going to come along and save you. And that for me, right? I am the one that is going to come along when I'm stranded and save me first and foremost. And once I did that, three angels walked into my life. A simple fix to my car, a decision to take an Airbnb, the beautiful Airbnb I eventually got to. And when I showed up, she had this little, 
I don't even know how to pronounce it. Charcuterie board, charcuterie board with like the little like fruit and some cheeses and some crackers. And she's like, I thought you might be hungry. Cause yeah, I was going to get dinner. I had to like, I didn't have much food on me. I had to pee. I was like in rough shape when I came here. I was puffy faced, like from crying for hours and being in distress. I probably looked 40 years older and frizzy hair. I'd been in the rain. It was pouring rain. I'd literally been through it all. And she gave me this little platter that I got to enjoy as my dinner. And then some of the fresh fruit I'd bought because you, you bet I brought that from my car. But the thing that I taught myself yesterday or that life taught me yesterday is that I am that one first and foremost, always that is going to come along and reparent myself which is again, inactivated. This is what I teach. This is what I'm living. And it's allowed me to handle this shit like nothing. And I'm going to end on, I had the best compliment from a client last week. I actually had three beautiful clients share how transformative their journey working with me personally, VIP one-on-one was. One of them said, it was all in one day. So I really was feeling the love, but one of them said, Talia, it felt like I was walking around in black and white. And all of a sudden I'm walking around in color. I can see things differently. I didn't see it fully before. And that's what it's like. Is black and white is, fuck, this sucks. This is happening to me. And color is the miracles that were flowing in because of this event. The angels that helped me, the ways I felt supported, the people willing to just go above and beyond to jump my car and figure it out. The me who prayed for creative solutions and angels before just proclaiming doom. That's the color. That's the seeing what's here for me and really, truly experiencing life. And by the end of the day, I was in the water. I was almost moved to tears with gratitude. And I was still taking it in because I'm staying on a lake that I used to swim at as a kid all the time because I'm only like an hour and I've lived in these towns. I've lived in some of these towns as I got older. So I took that opportunity to enjoy the Okanagan and the lakes and the beautiful scenery around me and these mountains and these hills and this landscape that I grew up with. And also some of my biggest trauma with the bullying, um, the one in high school when I left school, that was actually in this town. So there's a lot of healing to do here too. And if nothing else, I'm in this beautiful Airbnb. I did yoga last night. I did a meditation. I ate fruit and my charcuterie board <laughs> for dinner. And I'm still growing through what I'm going through. I'm healing and I'm rising. And this is why we do the work. So this is a hella long episode. I feel like I could go on for so much longer, but I wanted to share this story f- with you. And I wanted to show you what is possible when you're thrown into chaos, when you're thrown into situations that are anything but graceful. When you're hot and you're sweaty and you're crying and you're sad and you feel like you have no fucking clue how you're going to get out of it, that is the indication of the inner work you've done or the indication of the inner work that's left to do. How you handle those situations get to dramatically shift. Your communication changes, your faith changes, who you're being changes, your ability to be vulnerable and ask for help from the universe or from humans, it all changes when you do the inner work. So if you are ready to do the work to manifest, to become a magnet for miracles, by the way, since yesterday, I've made over $2,000 out of the blue. And I just checked that this morning, but that's exactly it. It's because I showed up yesterday to my life, not on Instagram. It's not because I showed up on Instagram. It's because I showed up in my life. I accepted the assignments. I was moved to tears over my own power in a crazy fucking shitty ass day. 
that ended up probably being one of the days that changed my life when I look back in 10 years or five years or two years or in a month. (laughs) So with that, I'm going to wrap up. But if you are ready for that transformation, join Activated. Say yes to your soul nudging you. You're not going to regret it. It's trainings and teachings from me that you get access to forever. Audio versions you can listen to in your car, digestible content that you can apply over and over and over again in your life. You can listen and re-listen, go through the healing with me, walk the path I've walked, because if you resonate with me, then this process is for you. And remember, when I prayed for an angel, humans showed up. Humans are how source works. Um, It's one of the ways that source works through to get to you is through humans. That's why people read, you know, write a book that changes your life or someone says a simple thing that changes your life and it sticks with you. Yesterday when I was leaving to go on the the crazier part of the highway, my husband had said to me the day before, he said, don't afraid, don't be afraid to go in the slow lane. And he just said it not knowing traffic was going to be weird or that the highway was going to be crazy weather. He didn't even know that. We didn't know that, but he just said, don't, don't be afraid to be in the slow lane. And I heard that as I was on the highway, I heard, don't be afraid to be in the slow lane. I was like, you know what, right? You know what? You're right. I'm going to go in the slow lane. I'm going to go slow and steady and just get through it. That was source working through me, through my husband, through something beautiful that he said to me. And it echoed back in my mind a day later when I needed it. Source works through humans. So if you get goosebumps listening to me, if you feel drawn to this energy and you want to duplicate this and truly just... Learn this process of life. It's a no-brainer. You will not regret it. You are your best investment. You are fucking worth it. Your safety, your comfort, your growth, your peace, your happiness is worth all of the time and money in the world. So whether it's like if it's this program activated that you're drawn to, or you know you want to start getting more massages or take yourself away for an overnight or buy yourself that you know, book or those $100 yoga pants, you are your best investment, money, time, love, energy, because as you heal you and master you, manifestation becomes simple. And then you learn these techniques that I teach you and activate it. And on this, on this podcast, like manifesting while you sleep and, you know, manifesting every day and being a magnet and claiming what you want. That stuff all gets to happen easily when you've shown up to do the inner work. But before you show up to do the inner work, it just feels like a whole lot of trying. And that's what I'm here to end. I don't want you to try to manifest. I want you to step into the fucking life you're meant for and allow those manifestations to come to you and for you to be able to consciously create what you see for yourself in your mind's eye. Because what is in your mind's eye and what you desire is meant for you. So with that, I will see you in the next episode. Check the links in the show notes for all the things that I mentioned today. And at very minimum, at very least, come find me on Instagram. I shared all about this stuff yesterday, you know, shortly after it happened. I love to be on stories. I love to share my daily journey. So if you love this stuff, you want to duplicate more of this energy, find me on Instagram at Talia Joy Manifestation. I love you so much. I'll keep you updated on my journey and especially on Instagram. That's where I'll be showing you how this all panned out. And I will talk to you soon. Sending you so much love.
Hey, thank you for listening to this episode. It truly means a lot and I really, really hope that it served you. I invite you to check out the show notes. There's all sorts of action down there, including the Awakening Her daily practice, which is a beautiful daily practice to process your emotions and manifest what it is that you want. In the show notes, you'll also find the Awakening Her manifesting apparel store, how to reach me on Instagram and Facebook, as well as some one-to-one opportunities. So make sure to check that out and I'll see you in the next episode.